This is the Heartland Community Church podcast titled Citizens of Heaven, Part 2, with teaching pastor Steve Carter. Hey Heartland, Steve Carter here, and today we are in week two of an amazing series called Citizens of Heaven. And we're going to talk a little bit about a game called Limbo. Now, Chris, I know when you were probably a kid, you'd show up to a birthday party and and all of a sudden there would be some people who said, let's play Limbo. And what would be the thing that people would say when you would actually try to start going under the kind of bar? What would they say? How low can you go? How low can you go? And honestly, this is what I want to talk about today. Um, Because when you begin to study the way of Jesus, the question really is, how low can you go? I don't think for many of us in our culture, it's about striving and climbing and performing and trying to get and, and take what we believe is ours. But the way of Jesus is coming down, coming down. Let me take you to the, the very beginning of scripture. God begins to like start as this great artist. He begins to like grab the dirt of the ground. He begins to shape and form and he creates and breathes life into this first being. And this first being was named Adam or in Hebrew, it's Adam, which literally means dirt man. And so what was amazing is this word Adama literally means rich living soil. And so from this rich living soil, God cultivates the first human the first dirt man. Now, what's amazing is when you start to study this idea of humility, humility is taken from this word human. And human being from the earth, this earthling from the dirt of the ground, humility, the word is humus. This is this idea of the dirt, the soil, the ground. And so when we talk about humility, which we we are today, the question is, How low am I willing to go? How low am I willing to become more like the soil and the dirt? Because this is what God shaped and formed us to be. Now, there's another word. Another word that we know and we've seen it, whether in business cultures, we've seen it, whether on sports teams, some of it we celebrate. And it's hubris. It's like this sense of pride and arrogance. But hubris was kind of more connected to hardness. If you think about Pharaoh, his heart was hardened. There was a sense of hubris, a sense of pride. Mm -hmm. And so constantly for the ancient writers, there was this great debate of, will you be a person that's close to the earth, the soil, the ground, the humus, or will you be a human that has a hard heart? Someone who's filled with hubris, trying to climb and strive and be. And just think about this for a second. When you think about the life of Jesus, sitting by the right hand of the Father. Everything at his power, everything at his fingertips, everything in his control. And he makes the decision to come down to us, to come here. This is what humility is, is the sense of us trying to get back down to where we were shaped and formed. So I wanna read an ancient writing, and this was like a song to the first church. This was a, like many scholars believe like the first hymn that people would sing. We know it as Philippians chapter two. But I wanna just read something because I want you to see this. In chapter two, verse three, it says this. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. 
So all of our motivation should never be about trying to climb or strive or what's gonna benefit, what's gonna serve me. Remember, it's how low can you go, not how high can I strive and become. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but check this out. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Now, real quick, I hear people say, you know, I just wanna be humble. I'd love to be humble. But how, how does humility actually happen? Like I, think people would, I think people really desire people to say of them that that's a humble man or that's a humble woman, that's a humble leader. But humility doesn't just happen. Humility it takes profound levels of effort. Really, it, it, it takes a conscious decision to say, you know what, in my life, I'm actually gonna value others above myself. In a, in a culture that's like, get yours, you do you. You take what is rightfully yours. You take that job. You climb that ladder. You seize what is yours. Humility is the antithesis of that. And the humility is almost like, if you, if you think about it, it's this like rich, life-giving soil. It's literally like you recognizing somebody else's strength. Like if, if I saw Aria and I was like, Aria, this is what you were created to do. How can I actually amplify the gifts that God's given to you without looking for credit for myself? Or Chris, this is what you're building. How is my life giving soil that God is wanting to cultivate in me? How do I help lift you up? But usually what we're trying to do is how can Aria help me? How can Trevor help me? How can Carrington, man, you got a whole bunch of Instagram followers. Can you help me? Can you help me? You see how we do this? We just constantly aren't looking to try and be more like Jesus. And Eric, a couple weeks ago, talked about Dallas Willard, this vision of Jesus, this intention, the true intention to live like Jesus and the means to how we do that. And humility only happens when you have a vision of Jesus. And this is what the citizens of heaven were all about. To be a citizen of heaven and to say, I want to align my one and only life with the way of Jesus. How low can you go? Yeah. How low are you willing to go? But look, it doesn't even stop there. Rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Now, let's just be honest, I'm terrible at this. I mean, to think about this, like um, to get excited about somebody else's thing. I mean, we're constantly like, trying to get people to be excited about my thing. I mean, my son, he, he constantly is like, Dad, can, can, can like, we hang out? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you want to you wanna watch a, 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 like, a sporting like, game? You want to watch like, one of my favorite teams? He's like, no. And I'm like, well, okay. And I remember putting him to bed recently, and, and he, just said, uh, he just said, Dad, like, um, it'd be really fun to hang out with you tomorrow. And so I was like, great. And I ask him this question, and it's a question I try to ask him often is, um, how can I be a better dad to you? And he, and he said, uh, you can participate in what I like to do. Wow. And I was like, ah, that's not what I wanted to hear. Um, so I was like, well, what do, you, what do you want me to do? What, what can we do that you like to do? And he was like, well, you want to play Fortnite with me and my buddies? And I was like, yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Because it's how low can you go? Now, I love to compete. I love to win. I don't like to do things that I will fail at. 
and now I gotta join a whole bunch of seventh graders <laughs> in some battle royale playing some video game that I don't even know how to play. And they're all, all across like the US. They're in Chicago and they're in Arizona. And I, I'm like, I joined this group and they are mocking me. <laughs> they are literally mocking me. And, and my son, I can hear him laughing. And I'm sitting here going, this is like the best thing for my spiritual formation. Mm. To not be good at something, to join something, and I'm actually bringing them so much joy being so terrible. And, and I think often we, we don't put ourselves in those situations to actually participate in something that's gonna bring life to somebody else. And this is what Jesus did. Jesus said, I'm actually gonna leave this to come down to participate with you and actually help you find the one true source of life, and that's my Father. And, and as citizens of heaven, that's what we're supposed to do. And this is what Paul continues to say. He says, in your relationships with one another, and if you need a verse to literally write down, a verse to memorize, just, just hear these words. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. I mean, just think about that. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. That means in every person that you come across, you're walking in downtown Rockford, going to Rockford Roasters, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness, like I'm, I'm getting a cup of coffee. And, and all of a sudden, this, this person that you're looking at, how do you see them as Christ would see them? How do you go low and lift that person up? Every person that you see, the person who cuts you off, how do you go, how would Christ see them? That's humility. Hubris is hard-hearted, what can I get from you? But to be fully human, to be a disciple, to be a citizen of heaven goes, man, how low can you go? And look at what, look what this, this is so beautiful. And this was that first hymn that this first church would say again and again when they talked about that mindset of Christ Jesus, who, being Jesus, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with something to be used to his own advantage. Mm. I mean, this is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So he has all the power and he goes, I'm not gonna use this when I have every right to use this. Like I have heaven's privilege, I'm not gonna use that for my own benefit. And then he continues, he says, rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Now, some of the scholars will talk about this word of like him literally like emptying himself out of that power emptying himself out, taking on this, this human body. And he didn't actually make himself to, to look like he had everything together. He put himself in a, in a city that was known for poverty, wasn't known for much, like what good comes out of Nazareth? Like he put himself in a situation that was deeply, deeply low. Yeah. And it was like this mindset that he had was every person, doesn't matter if it's a kid, I'm gonna get down on my knee. It doesn't matter if it's a woman who's sick, I'm gonna go and touch. It doesn't matter if like, there's someone who's hurting, I'm gonna be there. It doesn't matter if it's some religious leader, I'm gonna engage it. Like, for him, it was how do I lift people up to give them a better view of what God is all about. And for so many of us, we are taking, Help us. we are striving, we are using people, mm-hmm. and we are abusing our power. Come on, man. And, and, it, and, we're, and this is earthly power. This is not heaven spiritual power. The heaven spiritual power is how low can you go so that you can lift people up and give them a taste of what heaven is all about. It continues on, and I want you to see this because this, 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 this moves me deeply. 
It says, rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. I mean, you think about this. All the power in the world, angels singing your glory, singing your praise, you surrender all of that, you come to this earth, and you don't just come to the best schools and the best cities, you come to Nazareth, and you don't just come to Nazareth, you take a whole bunch of rejects as disciples, and you pour into them, and that doesn't even just change things, you do nothing wrong, and you also find yourself with a bowl and a towel and you're washing disciples' feet. They don't even understand what you're doing. You are living this life of a servant, but it doesn't even end there. It goes, I'm actually gonna go to the cross. I mean, you see how low can you go? And I think for some of us, we like to talk about the cross, but we don't want it. I'll talk about a bowl and towel, but don't ask me to do it. Like we love the idea of humility, but really deep down, we wanna climb ladders. And it's not what a citizen of heaven is all about. A citizen of heaven is about humility and getting down because that's the soil that cultivates the fruit of the spirit. And when I have the fruit of the spirit, all that's gonna happen is I'm gonna amplify other people. And when they're amplified, more and more people are gonna see the beauty of the kingdom of God. Mm. But watch this. It even gets better than that. Therefore, so Jesus takes the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, some of you are sitting here going, okay, what do you mean by this? I need you to see this. Heaven, right hand of the Father. And he begins, how low can you go? To the point of the cross. And then something happens. It's because he lived with such profound levels of humility that God says, and now I'm going to lift you up. Mm. I want you to see this. Peter writes about this. Peter says these words. He says, all of you, this is all of the disciples, all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. And then he says this, humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. So check this out. We all know the old leadership axiom, pride comes before the fall. And we've seen it. We've seen people who have this hubris and they will not, their heart is cement. It is hardened. You try to work and talk to them about their blind spots or their weaknesses and they're like, you, have, you, you are out of my inner circle. Don't call me out. If you can't actually help me do me and get ahead, I have no need for you. And all of a sudden, what happens is pride comes before the fall. But in the kingdom of God, and as a citizen of heaven, if you take Philippians 2 truly, and you understand 1 Peter 5, pride comes before the fall, but humility comes before the honor. Come on, man. That's good. Humility comes before the honor. And the more that you actually, how low can you go, the more that you align your life with the vision and the way of Jesus, This is what the kingdom of God does. Citizens of heavens do. It just literally turns something inside you and God begins to bestow honor. I mean, 1 Peter 5, he's just talking about that. He goes, man, God opposes the proud. God is against the proud. Why? Because the proud are hard-hearted and they have no need for God. You gotta ask yourself, is there a place in your life where like, I've boxed you out? 
Hmm. This is why we have basements in the Midwest, right? Because we don't want people to see that stuff, so we just throw it all in the basement. And there are places in our own house, in our own heart, that we're like, no, God, you can't go there. Wow. You can't touch my finances. Come on. You can't touch my pride. You can't touch this addiction. You can't touch this relationship. And God says, Man, I oppose that. But the humble, I'm going to show favor. I'm going to show like unmerited grace and favor to those people. Because why? Their heart is like this soil that I can do my best work with. And just like in Genesis 1, where I shaped and I formed and I created new life, I can do that with the humble. And what's so amazing is God, in those moments when you choose to be humble and you choose to say, I'm sorry, and you choose to say, I'm not perfect, and you choose to say, I need help, and you choose a life of surrender, you know what you literally are doing? Is you are opening up your heart for God and his outstretched mighty hand to lift you up in due time because pride comes before the fall, but humility comes before the honor. So here's the question. How low are you willing to go? How low are you willing to go for someone who doesn't believe what you believe? How low are you willing to go for someone who doesn't look like you? How low are you willing to go? Because if you look at the life of Jesus, how low he was willing to go for every single person. Didn't matter if it was a Samaritan. Didn't matter if it was a religious leader. Didn't matter if it was a child. It didn't matter because every person was created in the image of God. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you for giving us such an amazing, amazing picture of how we can orient our one and only life. I know places in my life I struggle to participate in what you're actually up to. Places in my story where, man, there's just cement hard-heartedness and you just, in your great grace and the power of the Spirit is just trying to turn that cement into soil that you can cultivate the best kinds of things. God, I pray for Heartland right now. I pray that we would be the kind of people that really ask, how low can we go? We would be the kind of people that model how your son chose to live. And the kind of people that aren't filled with hubris and pride because pride always comes before the fall. But we are people of the way of Jesus, true citizens of heaven, because we know Humility comes before the honor. We love you, God. We trust you. Amen. You've been listening to part two of the Citizens of Heaven series with teaching pastor Steve Carter. You can experience the entire service this message came from by going to heartland.cc and clicking on the watch page or our YouTube channel at heartlandcc rockford. Or you can also watch it on the Heartland CC app. Thanks for listening.